Good day, good day, good day. It's your homegirl, Miss KJNA, coming at you for the Get Your Mind Right Friday. You know what day it is. We've made it through another week. I hope all is well with you and that you're ready for the weekend with whatever activities that you're going to do during this quarantine that we're in in 2020. I know a lot of us wish we can, you know, go back to 2019, but I don't know about you. 2019 was a very, very hard year for me. I was pushing to 40 waiting to get there and now that I've made it even though we're going through things in the world and people are suffering from all kind of different things besides the coronavirus I'm just grateful to be alive you know when you um, lose activity of your limbs or you get into a place where your mind isn't together and can't get a grip on life and different things like that problems that you may be having in the home problem that you are individually trying to um reconcile and align together um due to things like divorce um due to things like having a new baby um due to a new relationship a new job just certain things that gives us anxiety and can be mind-boggling and cause some mental anguish and um emotional disturbance to our lives as we know it and with the virus the corona the COVID-19 we know that anything can happen at any given time to make us change and redefine our routines and so it gets your mind right Fridays this is about realigning yourself redefining yourself healing from past and current hurts um, to not carry those things on getting a new um, perspective um, on life, grabbing a hold to your religious values and views, and holding on to your faith and building your faith, and just learning how to cope with day-to-day operations of life. Um, We are well put together for the most part. We usually like to have a routine of things and to stay organized, but what happens when the bottom falls out and you have to start all over? That can, you know, get you unfocused. Um, It can make you angry. It can make you upset. It can make you feel rejected. Um, It can make you feel a whole lot of things like a failure, like you haven't been trying your best, even though the record reflects that you've been doing everything that you can to maintain. So that is what we are here about to heal live and be heard. And so thank you for tuning in. I really, truly appreciate you all. Um, I hope that for those of you that listened on last week to Auntie Martha Jean, that you guys enjoyed her on last week and how she was talking in regards to dating and marriage and old school dating versus new school dating. So we're in a new series now. So for those of you that um, would like to binge listen, um, you can go all the way back to the first episode that I ever recorded on this podcast to catch up, to observe and listen, and to catch some nuggets that you can apply to your life. And so I just want to welcome you and then thank you again for the new persons that may be on listening I truly appreciate you tuning in for the first time so now we're in this dating series that's our new things and it came right on time especially with the quarantine and finding ways to cope there's some people that um especially that are married or you're living together with your significant other you're probably spending a lot more time 
than normal um than what you normally would during the day because you're usually out the house going to work you're able to go to the gym you're able to get your hair done you're able to just go to different functions and regroup before you get to the home life but with this virus that's going on it's making us all stay in place um and this is a great time for those that are married and coupled up to find out new things about your partner um we go through different levels of growth within our own selves and then we bring it to the home front to grow together but it eventually it it starts with you at first and so with your vision um with what you want to or aspire to do in life with even how you're reconciling things of your past reconciling things with your family reconciling um reconciling things with yourself um in regards to looking at your life and the things that you have accomplished versus the things that you still set out to do versus the things that didn't quite work out and then you communicate those things to your partner so there's always something to learn new about your partner we can never get too complacent when you're in a relationship that you think that you know everything about a person because there's always a shift there's always something that happens and you say oh I never thought that you felt that way oh I never thought that you looked at things that way oh I never even thought that you liked that so there's always something new and that's one of the fun things about developing a relationship and having a partner there's always a new adventure um there's always a new thought process to try and to implement um there's always something that you can develop versus being single and having to have interviews per se um to see if people add up to the qualities that you would like in a person when you are married you're already there for the most part if you marry for the right reasons then you already know what you're doing you're working together um you're building you're setting forth goals as a family um to establish yourselves um as a legacy and so there's things that are there that are more accessible to when you are just starting out or when you've been dating someone for a while and now it's time to step into the the next level of things you know because that's that's a line that you're drawing in the sand to say okay so now we've been together we've been rocking for a minute things is cool between us i like you they like you um you've already done some evaluation on seeing if this can go to the next step or is this something i just need to just you know just chalk it up and let it go and so you get to those um defining moments in any relationship whether it's your spouse whether it's your significant other whether it's your friends whether it's your family because sometimes people are there for seasons of course when you're married you're in it for the long haul supposedly and so but when you're dating, you know, it's trial and error. It, it ain't no, okay, well, I got, I'm stuck with you, you know, scenarios. Um, everything is willing, 
you know, I'm willing to be there. I'm willing to sacrifice. And even within a marriage, you can be in something and no one's putting in the work. So that's definitely something that is important because even when you're married, you're still dating each other. Um, you can't get to the point where I got you now. So there's nothing really I got to do, you know, extra. It's, it, it's always room for extra. Actually, extra is, is what gets your, um, the loving responses. Extra is what give, get you those gifts outside of holidays and birthdays. Just to, I'm thinking about you type thing. Or I just saw this and I thought of you type gifts. Um, the extraordinary, the creativity of planning dates and um, writing love notes and different things like that to keep the attention. Because all because you have someone doesn't mean that you're capable of keeping them because that takes work. And so single dating, it's like, where do you start? I know that Aunt Martha Jean was talking on last week in regards to the old school dating versus the new school dating. And I must say, as being a divorcee, when you're with someone and you're committed to someone and then you that relationship ends and you're stepping back out it's just like a a newborn learning to walk you have to learn all over again what are the guidelines to dating in in this 21st century what are the guidelines to dating within the last five years and it's good to talk about those things with the person because their perception on what they feel dating is could be different from yours and it doesn't mean that they're deal breakers but they are things that you will have to work on until they fit together. Or you just say, okay, well, I like this person too much. Do I really need that? You know, is that really a deal breaker? Is that really something that's going to um, make me not like this person or make me not desire this person? Because infatuation and attraction, that can leave. You know, it's like I once was so into you, like you were my world, and there's nothing I wouldn't do. I would even call off work sometimes to spend some time with you. I would tell my friends that, hey, you guys, I'm not going to hang out with you this weekend because my boo want to spend time with me. You know, those things can change, and you can find that when things get a little rocky, and you guys don't see see eye to eye and you're at that moment where you are considering going left and they are going right, then you may start seeing that person or it might even be you that say, you know what, I don't want to kick with them this weekend. Let me go ahead and call my homegirls. Let me call my homies because um, I'm not feeling this person right now. And with dating, you get into those spots um, because it's not always going to be peachy. It's not always, you're not going to always get your way because you're two people and you have to see, okay, are we even a match to even become a couple? And even as a couple, um, I was talking to a good friend of mine today and he and I were just, you know, chopping it up. And when I'm asked about would I get married again? My plan is to be married again, yes. But to go from a couple to being married, 
that's something that really has to be considered. Um, you have to really say, okay, is this person the right material of marriage? Are they still working on it? And you still have to give a person time. As I've stated in my previous episodes, you have to give a person time to grow. You got to give them space to grow because sometimes when you're there, they're not there. And especially as women, we want things defined. Where are we going? What are we doing? How long is we going to be there? What's the occasion? How do I need to present myself? You know, we need to know these things where men are more so, you know, they they attack things as it comes. Women, we're used to managing so much that we like to plan things out. But you'll learn that in the dating scene, everything can't be planned. What's spontaneous to you may not be spontaneity to another person. So you have to find what works and build on what works. And then you can discuss the things that, you know, are in, let's say, from one to ten in the area of five. That that middle ground to say, okay, well, if you go two steps more on this, this way, you might lose me. But if you come down a couple, you know, notches, you know, we may be able to compromise and find something that will work for the both of us. Because it does take compromising because it's like you're coming from a different lifestyle, different views of how you, one, obtain information and how you give out information. So that's why things have to be discussed in detail. And sometimes that's why your friends are important because you can bring your potential around your friends and have an open dialogue. That's why even in marriage dating and couples dates um, are very important. So things are not just one-sided. You can have a discussion to where you can get other people's views on how they're feeling about a certain topic and to kind of see where the majority lies or, you know, someone can give you some tips or some tools. I've counseled many people on different things and I get a lot of questions in regards to relationship do's and don'ts um one of my closest friends um she likes to point out that I'm a woman yes but I have a mental thought process sometimes from a male's perspective and she used to say oh you're on the man's side and you know this and that and the other and it's like no I'm not on the man's side but because I have a little bit of insight in regards to the men and being around a lot of men growing up and them teaching me different things because I was kind of sharp um in regards to how I handle things they kind of helped groom me and let me in where the average female cannot go um conversations that I would have that they wouldn't have with the average female um they gave me like the card the pass um to be able to be around and even get my perspective on how I felt about it because if you're the same gender of of people it may come off 
the majority is the same but if you don't know anything different then what's the point of really having the discussion of to agree or are you looking for a resolution are you looking for an answer are you looking for the how are you looking for the what in the circumstance or are you just looking for a team of agreeers and when you're really trying to work your relationship and you're really feeling someone and you're trying to date and you're trying to see if there, you know, are potential for you to even pour your feelings or even have some feelings, then it's like you don't need the yes people around. You need the people to say, hey, well, I understand how you're feeling, but also take a look at it like this, because this may be the scenario. Or let me just throw some things out there to make you, you know, just say, hmm, you could be right. You know, I don't feel that I'm right about everything, but there's a lot of things that um, I can give reference to because I've been there, done that. Um, I've seen it, witnessed it or set it up, you know. So um, in high school, I was one of the persons that I was a popular person Um and I always was the one that was kind of hooking folks up. I was the hookup person. I was the person that when you went to the party, I let my friends do all the dancing. And I was the person that was standing, you know, on the wall, making sure everything was cool. So if something jumped off, they knew if I said something, it was time to go. But I was the one that, you know, always had the access to the brothers and different things like that. And so I'd be like, you know, I'll throw an event, we'll throw an event, and then I'm, we would invite our friends to different things. But there were certain arenas still that my friends couldn't go in unless I was there. Certain certain invites wouldn't take place, you know. And so, or they would let me know, hey, well, we're doing this. You know, you got some homegirls, you know, you can bring. I know you got some friends, you know, all those type of things. So, it kept going in life in regards to that. And so the council of relationships and godly relationships, we're not just talking about relationships, but you also need to make sure that you have a godly relationship. Um, and it doesn't have to be the person is where you are, you know, because everybody's level spiritually their spiritual growth is different and you have to even with that give room for God to do the work because we can't make a person change and so when it comes to dating and then the things that you don't agree with a good practice would be if this person is for you okay you ask God about it and then you petition God about the things that if this person is for me, I need to know what to do about this because this kind of rubs me the wrong way. Or, God, I need you to change this about this person if this is a person that I'm supposed to be with because you know that I won't be able to maintain and it will bother me if this goes on. Um, even with women, you know, we like the attention. We like to be touched we like to um be cuddled we like to be intimate um and affectionate with our men and with our spouses so it's like when you have a partner that's not doing that or you're not used to that because the person prior to this person wasn't giving it to you you know things can be a little you know gray it could be a little gray area because you really don't know. And in previous episodes, I've discussed about um, 
because you really don't know each other, that you have to really be able to say, okay, this is the average stuff that people do. People going to do this, people going to do that, people going to do this. And this is just the average surface of things until you get past that level to really get to know a person individually. And sometimes it will still look the same. It will sound the same because it's general. Just like men think that generally uh, every woman (laughs) fusses, right? We just fuss and nag. We just fuss and nag. And we're like, no, we're not fussing and nagging. We're just trying to get a clear understanding because communication is key. But we know that men, majority of the time, there's there's some men that are great communicators. And I commend and applaud you guys because you guys make life more easier when a person can really communicate well. But for the most part, we know especially when it comes to men, they don't really communicate how they feel. You know, they don't really say what it really is. They like to talk in metaphors and parables and and riddles and and want you to figure it out. And don't get me wrong, women, we're good at figuring out the riddles and what it is that they're trying to say and all that type of stuff. It just takes a lot of work and it's very draining. But then that's the cat and mouse game of the dating scene. Like, I can't tell you everything. I can only give you a snippet. And then we're used to watching the whole episode or something. We're like, nah, just give it all up front. Let me know what I'm dealing with. And men be like, well, nah, you know, I'm going to take my time. Because they're looking at us too. You know, what what they going to do? Is is they a cuckoo bird? Um, it, are they stingy? How loving are they? You know, what are they willing to give? But when you've been through some things especially as a divorcee, you like, I can't be risking all that time because I don't really have no time, you know? So when you're married, you're like, okay, so we still together. We not going nowhere. And so we need to fix this because we ain't got no time to be tripping over this. But when you're dating, you know, it's room it's room to check off these things and to say yay or nay or I'm cool or even when you need a break I'm cool when you're in a marriage you can't just be cool unless you're just gonna send the person to another room um but other than that if they follow you into the room then what you can't get mad huff and puff get on the phone and talk about your spouse you know, to your homegirls or your homies or your mama or your auntie or your daddy. You can't do those type of things. So you got to deal with stuff. So when you're dating and it's new, you still have to deal with it. Timing is everything, though, because you're just getting to know each other. And even if you have known each other for a while, but you decided to take things to a, a, another level, you still have to learn what you need to know about that person and how they're feeling about this new level because new levels are scary it's the unknown you don't know how it's going to work out was it really a good idea should I have really went there you know it comes with all these questions and that's why it's important to keep your mind together keep your emotions intact and keep yourself spiritually aligned so when things come and it's questionable you can be at peace within yourself to one admit that it's bothering you two 
to try to find a way is it worth you know tackling or should I is it a deal breaker you know you have to really deal with it and lay it out and say hey you may even have to journal and write it down and you know or you may have to you know have that counseling session to where you're like hey I need to figure out because I really don't know I need some help here and that's one thing about um, this podcast that help is available no matter what the topic is, no matter what the subject is, we're just dealing with dating because, you know, a lot of people that I know that are not married are going to be, you know, turning 40 this year. And, you know, 40 is like the new 20, they say. So just like you want your adventures, you you want to be able to spread your wings and fly at this point. Your 20s is that area where you're just doing whatever lollygagging, you know, you have room to make mistakes. 30, you're kind of saying, well, no, playtime is a little bit over, but I have a little bit more room. But when it gets to 40, you're like, okay, so only got, you know, some years left to get established. And even though you may have a house, car, a nice job, finances in the bank, you know, this and that and the other, but you still have to get established with your relationships. If that's what you want, if you want to be married, if you want to have a family, you have to establish that and be willing to not be afraid. You know, because we can have isms and schisms and our minds will play tricks on us for anything that we have done that was not working out for us. And we will take that into a new relationship, but we can't do that. And so then we have to figure out how do we now deal with ourselves in this space? Because dating is not like it was, you know, in the in the 90s. <laughs> dating is not what it was um, in the early 90s. It, it's, it's not like that. And people are more prone to multiple relationships. Um, when I was really into the dating, people were really trying to be committed and to establish families, um, even at a young age. And getting married young is not always a bad thing. There are some people that got married at a young age that are still pushing forth, have beautiful families and are doing well, and they are happily married. But then there are other situations to where you got married a little young and now you're restarting over. Um, I got married when I was... 25 yeah I was 25 when I got married by the time that I was 28 my marriage was over and but I knew within myself that I should not have married that person and I was able to admit that and deal with all of the disappointments hurt frustration um, abuse Everything that happened within that time, I was able to deal with it. Three children, single mom, raising them on my own, um, working, you know, doing it all, um, trying to be whole and trying to make it so I didn't have to depend on people. Um, I didn't have a lot of family support. I don't 
even to this day have a lot of family support. But as you've heard in my previous episodes, we've dealt on the family dynamics and things like that. But I've made it. I've maintained. God has blessed me. My children are well. I'm in my right mind. Um, nothing holds me back from living and doing the things that I want to do. Um, the situation didn't stop me from loving again. It's it's a scary feeling to step out into certain arenas. Um because I have my own things that I actually deal with when it comes to being exclusive and all and with, with what's on my table um, with, you know, having some notoriety and being in the limelight. Um, it, it, it does have um, it stops that will individually stop me as a person. So I constantly am dealing with those things I'm constantly putting those things before the Lord because a person can give love but receiving love when you have family dynamics when you have you know things to heal from and you know to be able to trust it again it it has its moments and things to come along with it so I just want you to try you know to accommodate you know, and put your best foot forward and give it a try and work through the things that will stop you in this dating scene. Because there's there's good people still out there. There is. Um, you just have to be able to find them. So I just wanted to come on this Friday um, to talk about dating and just to give my spill and my uh, review and opinion about it. And so thank you for tuning in. I hope that you are blessed by this podcast on today. And I'll meet you here next Friday on the Get Your Mind Right podcast. And whatever you do between now and then, keep it growing and sexy. Holla at your girl. Peace out.